0: Hello everyone, and today we will be studying the Mishnah for Monday, February 21st, making our way through the last week of Masechet Paya. We are up to the 8th Mishnah of the 7th chapter. The Mishnah says like this, HaMakdash Karmo, HaShalom Halolos." Right, Something we've mentioned a few times throughout this Mesachta, that temple-owned property is, is exempt from giving gifts to the poor. All gifts, whether it's fallen produce, whether it's the shechecha, whether it's the leket, whether it's the peret, all forms of gifts to the poor are exempt when it's owned by hektish, again, temple owned property. So let's say you sanctified your field and on the field there were underdeveloped grapes. Do we say that since you sanctified it, the poor person can't collect it? Or do we say, no, it already grew. It's like already underdeveloped and I guess no chance of changing. So then the poor person, you know, has already has rights to it. So says the mission. it depends. Hamakdish achlo If you sanctified the field before you were aware of the underdeveloped clusters, then the poor person cannot collect it. However, but once the owner becomes aware, the these grapes, again the underdeveloped grapes, belong to the poor people. Rabbi Yossi says, okay, even if we say that the poor person can collect the underdeveloped grapes because the owner already knew about it, and once the owner knows about it, it seems like at that point we consider it to be, owned by the poor person, says Rebiosi, it still might have grown a little bit further. The plant continues to nourish from the ground, which is now owned by Hektish, by the temple. Therefore, the poor person somehow has to calculate the amount of growth and value that's been added since it's owned by Hektish and give that amount to Hektish. So that's what Rebiosi says, Yitnushar give that amount, Gedulav, the amount that it grew the Hektish to Hektish. Eizu Shekha Ba'aris, Uh, Sort of a different conversation. What is shechichah with an aris? What is an aris? So aris is a trellised vines. Hope I pronounced that correctly. These are vines that spread across an entire wooden frame. So the Mishnah wants to know that since they're all sort of connected, intertwined with one another, when is it considered shechichah? So, because even if you pass it a little bit, let's say you walk three feet into this wall of vines, well, the first two feet are still attached to the further vines down the wall. So, says the Mishnah, if you're not able to reach out to those vines, you've already passed it that far. In other words, it's out of your arm's length, then it belongs to the port, even if it's attached to the vines at the end of this frame. Ubira Gulios Mishayavra Hayyamena. And what about vines that spread out on the ground? So in this case, says the Mishnah, Here, once the farmer passes it, even if he's still close enough to stretch at his hand, it's still considered shekecha, sort of like every other instance that we had shekecha, once you pass it and you don't harvest, then it belongs to the poor person. Okay, that concludes the seventh chapter. Now we will begin the eighth chapter and final chapter of Masechid Peah. Says the Mishnah, the Mishnah says like this, that we know that the fallen produce on the ground belongs to the poor people. But let's say, you know, they're not coming around. Enough time has, you know, lapsed to give opportunities for everyone to collect. Do we say that there comes a point in time where everybody has permission to collect from the fallen produce? Says the Mishnah, Mishayochah hanemushos. when the really old people have made their way through this field and they did not take this, then everyone could come and collect. The assumption being that the old people come the last, as they are generally the slowest. What about the underdeveloped you know, grapes? What happens then? It says the Mishnah after the poor people have had enough time to come twice. If they've come twice and they still didn't take these clusters, then anyone can come and take it. Now, in this case, it was not dependent on the elderly people coming because apparently people are especially fond of grapes and thus even the elderly make sure to come early to collect from a vineyard. So as opposed to the leket or the fallen grain where we said the old people are the last and once they're done, then it's a free for all when it comes to the grapes Elderly people make sure to be there right away from the beginning. So as long as we give opportunity for the poor people to come twice, after that it belongs to anyone. Ube Zese, when it comes to olives, says the mission of de Yashniah, after the second rainfall. The second rainfall takes place around a month after the conclusion of Sukkot, on the 23rd of Cheshvan. By that time, the poor people assume that everything has been taken from the olive groves, and they therefore give up any hope of finding anything. And once they give up hope of finding anything, that's a way of relinquishing their rights to it. Um, Rebuda says, that, You know what? There are some people that don't even begin to harvest their olives until the second rainfall. Therefore, says Rebuda, I give a later time. He says that as long as the ani knows that he won't be able to collect four isers worth. Of olives from this area, then the poor people aren't going to come. So once we can make that evaluation, then it's a complete free for all. And the produce, the grapes, anything that's fallen, the underdeveloped, and all these items that we've been talking about are then uh, what we like to say, Kolha kodim Zacha. It's open for all, and whoever can come and take it for themselves, it will belong to them. Okay. That concludes our study of Mishnah for the day. As always, thank you so much for taking time out of your day to study some Torah.